1: Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic. And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Longtime NFL player. Host, this is going to give it away though. See, I was going to do like a big build-up. Host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can follow on social media at Ross
3: Tucker NFL.
2: Mr. Tucker, Ross, good morning, buddy. Hope you had a good uh, three-day weekend.
3: Uh it was epic, Bill. That was my my first weekend off since I don't know July or the first week of August. So whenever the whenever the Eagles' first preseason game is, that was my first full weekend off since then, and that was uh, that was really nice. <laughs> Are you like so when you get Ross Tucker one of those? rare
2: three-day weekends, weekends off. Are you a sleep-till-2 o'clock guy? Are you, a, you know, go to the zoo with the family? Are you, like, are you out drinking and playing blackjack? Like what's the – when you finally get some some Ross time, what are you doing?
3: Well, so it times up pretty well. It's interesting. I don't know why, man, but the only thing I can really do um, athletically post my, my playing career because of some of the injuries I had is skiing. Really? You know, I had a I had a back surgery when I played for the Bills, so even golf kind of kind of hurts my back, like the rotation. But I can ski, so uh, we actually went out uh, to Montana, and even though I'm skiing all day, Bill, and then drinking, you know, uh, enjoying yeah. myself sure. at night, I still maybe because I was on Montana time, but I still, you know got up by 5.30 every morning and got like an hour work before I then skied all day. So I didn't want to tax my legs that they'd be like jelly while I'm skiing. So I either just did like an, an upper body lift or I kept, you know, caught up on everything going on in the world of the NFL while I was just walking on the treadmill. But I am a, uh, to answer your question, I'm an early riser, Early drinker, early go to bedder, <laughs> and oh, that's a good life. Uh, and and, and I, I, I
2: enjoy that quite a bit. See, I'm a sleeper in I Lori and the kids are gone this week; they're in Ohio seeing her family. So I used to sleep till two p.m. I can't sleep till nine, past nine thirty anymore because of this damn job, the, the, this schedule. But the things I can get up for on no sleep—I'm talking two hours sleep—coming off a, a night of drinking are fishing, golf. And I think that's it. But I'm not a skier. Maybe if I mix skiing in, I could do the same thing.
3: Yeah, you know, it's funny um, because when you're an NFL player, I guess my dad always wanted me to get into golf. And I guess I always kind of thought I would play pickup basketball when I was done playing football. But, you know, when you're playing football, I wasn't really expecting to, you know, play in the NFL and tear my MCL a couple times and have a back surgery at multiple levels for the Buffalo Bills. And so I'll never forget, shortly after my career ended, I went to my buddy's wedding and, I don't know, the day before he wanted to play basketball. So I played pickup basketball. Bill, I could barely move at his wedding. like I, I could not move. Playing basketball <laughs> yeah. when, when, you're, when you play yeah. football that long is not a good idea. Have,
2: even when you're in your 40s, I I have swapped I have swapped out basketball for tennis because I have to be competitive. And even I, who despite my massive physique, did not play football. This kid, I'm five eight. Um, I also cannot play hoops. Uh, Ross Tucker, let me ask you a question about some decisions that have to be made today, or can be made today in the NFL, where Tag Day is upon us. You got Baker in the 36 million dollar range, if if the Bucks tag him. You've got Chris Jones in the 32 million dollar range if they decide to tag him. And there's some other names I, I could throw at you. But are either of those guys, do you think, even remotely in jeopardy of being tagged, given how big that number is? And in the Chiefs' case, the reality is other, other cap.
3: Yeah, so I, I would say it's pretty unlikely for both. And I actually think one of the main reasons for that is because I think that both teams have a pretty good feel for the fact that if it's close, those guys want to stay there. You know, I, I, and I really believe that, right? I think Baker wants to stay in Tampa if it's close. And I think the same – I mean, Chris Jones said as much, right? And his agent tweeted, like, hey, cut that guy off, you know. <laughs> I think we, you kind of assume that, right? So um, why would your franchise tag him, right? Like, I mean, I guess the I guess the argument could be, well, someone could blow you out of the water – and make it so it's not close. And then, you know, then, then you might risk losing the player. But I guess I would feel pretty good about the fact that if, if we're in the ballpark, that the player would rather stay. And I'd rather see what the market will be, because there's also another component of that, which is that if you do let the guy see what the market is, I think other teams around the league have a pretty good idea that Chris Jones wants to stay in Kansas City and that Baker wants to stay in Tampa. So they don't want to overpay either. You know, I mean, like there's a lot of teams that would love to have Chris Jones. Don't get me wrong. And certainly, you know, there's probably another team or two that would like Baker. But you don't want to be the team that, that really overpays. So I think letting those guys be free agents, you don't have to work off the franchise tag number. They can see what else is out there for them. You have a pretty good feel that they want to come back, but the other teams do too. So I just don't think that they're going to get the offers, even though they're becoming quote-unquote free agents that maybe they would want or they would hope for, because I think that the other team, it's kind of like the Lamar Jackson situation, right? Like I keep hearing all of these people say all the time, Bill, can't believe these teams didn't try to get Lamar. Can't believe these teams didn't try to get Lamar, etcetera, et cetera. But the reality is, I think everybody knew that Lamar Jackson wasn't going anywhere. Like that that wasn't happening. So no one wanted to be the team that was really just wasting their time negotiating on the Baltimore Ravens behalf.
2: Ross Tucker, Kirk Cousins is is technically a free agent. Uh, not technically he's a free agent uh he is interested in a fully guaranteed deal because that's what he had last time around from from his start all the way back to the first incarnation of his contract when i think it started three years eighty seven million reportedly the the Vikings aren't interested in in repeating that fully guaranteed reality. How available do you think cousins might be on the market and how aggressive do you think those teams that need a quarterback should be in trying to go after him if he's actually open to being somewhere? other than Minneapolis.
3: Well, it certainly sounds like there's some teams that would be interested. And um, I think he wants to stay in Minnesota. I mean, I think we all think that, but Kirk's a businessman, Bill. And it's funny because, you know, people are always teasing him about how he dresses and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the, the, he's like your typical dad. And I, by the way, I love everything about Kirk cousins for that. but, He's, he's not messing around when it comes to the business side of things. I mean, ask, ask the, old, the Washington franchise that, ask the Vikings franchise that, you know, especially now, given how much money he's made, he can really afford to do what, what he wants to do. Now, the flip side of that, though, is does he, for the first time, Bill, does he, does he take less to stay in Minnesota because he likes to coach and his kids are of an age now where they like living there. He doesn't want to move. I don't know the answer to that. And I guess it depends on what other teams would be interested in him. But, you know, I guess, and I wouldn't know, I've never been in that situation, but there's got to be at some point where you get to the point where he's made whatever he has 200 million bucks or whatever. And it's like, okay, I can get this much more from Atlanta or this much more from whoever, is that is that worth uprooting my family again and changing our lifestyle, or would I rather just stay here?
2: Ross Tucker here on, on the program. Um Ross, I, I've been diving into I'm just interested in this. The the the, the quarterbacks drafted in the la- in this century, and I've looked at it in terms of like guys that were top three, top ten, just the top two picks in the draft. And the success rate is pretty low. I mean, for every Eli Manning or Andrew Luck or whoever you want to point to as guys that had success, there are a lot of dudes that, that don't make it. It is, it is a crapshoot of a kind. And with that being the case, and every year, every year there's a name or two that people that feel like the can't miss guy. And some years those can't miss guys miss. In fact, it's around fifty fifty five percent of the time. Like very rough math. The last twenty years, my Bears have a really obviously unique situation. They have Justin Fields. He has shown lots of promise. They also have the top pick in the draft. Caleb Williams, among others, is available. If you were in that front office, if they called you and said, Ross Tucker, we don't know what to do because we're the Bears and we never know what to do, which they don't, help us, how would you recommend they navigate that pick and their Justin Fields decision?
3: Yeah, I think it, I mean, it's funny because you can either go real deep into the weeds And you can talk about what a new contract would look like for Fields if he played really well and they had to do an extension. You could try to figure out how much they could get for Fields in a trade, how much they could get for the number one overall pick in a trade, all those things, right? And I'm I'm not poo-pooing that. I think that would be a fine analysis. I actually think it's a lot simpler than that. You know, you look, recent NFL history – you're not winning the Super Bowl and really probably not even getting close if you don't have a top 10 quarterback. I mean, even, you know, golf played like a top 10 guy this year. Certainly, Lamar was the MVP. Even be- the round before that, Josh Allen. I mean, you really need a top 10 quarterback. So, what I would say is if you're the Bears, which guy are you most confident? will be a perennial top 10 quarterback? Is that Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels? Or is it Justin Fields? My guess is it's not Justin Fields, right? I mean, he's been there for three years. He hasn't done it yet. There's still some chance that he continues to improve and gets there. But I think deep down, the Bears probably think that that's unlikely that he goes from where he's been to being a perennial top 10 guy and as a result i think that they draft somebody number 1 overall and you know I, my guess is Caleb Williams but that that'll be up to their quarterback coach and scouts and everybody else that evaluates these guys in depth over the next couple months that is a that is a really smart and
2: an interesting Perspective talking to Ross or Ross Tucker here on the show. And if you were in Montana and you saw what are you, Ross, six four, six five? You saw a big dude adept on skis. Maybe, maybe it was Ross Tucker. Ross, last one for you. It's not even a sports question. It's a selfish question. My family and I like to travel. My kid wants to learn how to ski. I've never been to Montana. On the list of places to go, it sounds like like me. You're very busy. How would you rank Montana? Like where would you put it on the go here or don't go here list when you're trying to juggle all the places in the world one can visit?
3: Very, very high. Um even though I'm an I'm an east coaster and I live in Pennsylvania, really hard to go wrong with Colorado, Montana and and Utah. You know, we've typically taken our kids out um for a week to to salt lake city to to park city and deer valley out there Uh, yeah Yeah. i would probably recommend there um because what's also nice about there is it's so close to the airport which makes it really convenient um and uh we've had a lot of success with the lessons and stuff there so um and i'll be out there next month so maybe if you're out there bill teaching your son Or your child out, maybe you'll see me because I'll be out there. I go right from football season, skiing season, to beer pong season, which is like April, May, and then to beach season, and then back to football season.
2: Look, I don't brag about much, Ross Tucker, but I'm I'm shockingly good at tennis, and I'm shockingly good at beer pong. So if we're ever in the same place, you may be twice my size, or we could team up. I could be your Woody Harrelson. I could be your ringer because I have never lost a beer pong competition in my life.
3: Oh, that, all that tells me is you haven't been in enough of them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, maybe I've been punching down a little bit. Maybe I've been punching down. If we're ever in the same place, we'll, we'll test this theory out. Sounds good to me, man. All right, buddy. Enjoy your time off well-deserved. Thanks for sneaking us in there.
3: Sure, my pleasure. Anytime, Bill. You know that.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,